Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It is Wednesday. It is gorgeous outside. A little nippy, but nippy in a good way. The sun is shining. It's motorcycle weather. Days like these, I think I need to go out and get me another mighty steed and head off into the wild yonder. It's also why I was so disappointed to hear some horrible news today that the motorcycle event supporting veterans, formerly known as Rolling Thunder, now known as Rolling to Remember, had been shut down. Rolling Thunder for years have did a Memorial Day ride on Washington, D.C. Thousands of motorcyclists from around the country ride into D.C. to remember our veterans prisoners of war, those mission in action. And they end up in the Pentagon parking lot, and it is a glorious sight. This has gone on. They've been given a permit for the past 30 years. It's a charity event, raises money for veterans, their families, memorials, you name it. Now, just back in March, the event was approved. And then this week, with literally no explanation, refusing to talk to the organizers of the event, a letter was sent that canceled the event. Multiple congressmen have approached the Biden administration trying to find out why. Nothing. Now, the cynical part of me might say, well, maybe it's because, one, in the age of masking and control... They didn't think it would look good to have a bunch of motorcyclists riding around congregating in the Pentagon parking lot, especially when those said motorcyclists are, for the most part, patriotic, conservative-type people. Think that might have something to do with it? Whatever the reasoning, good or bad, probably bad, it hit me hard. It's dear to me because, one, I love veterans. I started my work speaking, helping others, reaching out to vets. And man, I love motorcycles. Motorcycles saved my life. As you well know, listeners, to your motorcycle trip, save my life. When I thought I had no hope, I had no future. Getting on that bike and riding, just wondering what was on the other side of the horizon. Many a day was enough to get my blood flowing. And to keep me going. What's a motorcycle represent? It represents freedom. The open road. Charting a course. To somewhere over the horizon. A new day every day. Every day an opportunity to find a new adventure. Every day a new day to start over. Every day a new day to experience something you won't forget for the rest of your life. And why would you shut? an event like this down at a time when we need hope, when we need new beginnings, when people need an image to go, you know what, we can get back to normal. Well, at best, it was shut down because of fear. 
you know, s- some epidemiologist somewhere said, well, we can't do that. It could be a super spreader event. You know, that's, that's the best explanation for it, as silly as that is. Now, the worst and the most likely explanation for it, just pure partisan politics. It wouldn't look good to the Democratic president to have this patriotic event in his backyard and people congregating. Now, whatever the reason, whatever the cause, whatever the logic to cancel this literally at the last minute, it is a slap in the face to veterans who were willing to die for us. The friends of veterans who were prisoners of war, we don't know what happened to them. They're probably not alive, but their bodies were never found. And this is done to remember them. It's just a slap in the face. In my opinion, a petty slap in the face, a disgusting slap in the face, a cowardly slap in the face. Politics at its worst slap in the face. Man, I can remember when I got my first motorcycle, I was healing. It's not, not a good frame of mind. Most of my early riding was like in parking lots trying to figure it out. I never had a motorcycle before. And I went on my first ride near the end of the day when I felt comfortable to really get out there on the open road and gun it. I'm in the middle of nowhere, Texas. And it was an experience you can't really imagine unless you do it. There'd just been a rain and you could feel the humidity in the air. As you're riding along, you, you can feel the temperature changing, even just a few degrees, the wind blowing, all the smells in the road, the good smells and the bad smells. The sun is going down, and it's almost like you're, you're, you notice it more. You're more part of it. You actually see it moving in the sky, the reflection, the shadows. I sense things in my body I hadn't sensed before. You're on a motorcycle like that. You're not listening to the radio. You're not looking at anything, just the road. Your mind is able to focus. You're able to think. You're grateful. I remember just going from feeling totally sorry for myself and depressed and not wanting to leave my room till all of a sudden I'm on that road and the vibrations are coming through the handlebars, through my hand and through my feet on the pegs and Man, I was just happy to be there. I was grateful. I didn't want it to end. And when it finally did, you know, because especially when you're learning to ride a bike and you go for a ways, it wears you out more than what you would think. Man, when I got done and I got home, I felt like I'd done something. I'd experienced something. And I got in bed and I went right to sleep. And I could not remember the last time I'd went right to sleep. And see what those arrogant, vapid, pathetic politicians don't get is when those men and women ride on those motorcycles, they're not just doing it for their friends, they're doing it for themselves. Many of them are people that needed to feel that same freedom, that same sense of possibility. They needed to simplify their lives and focus. They needed to get an identity that wasn't one of being broken, 
it was one of using that brokenness to explore, to move forward. And when some bureaucrat offhandedly just says, nope, not going to allow it, wouldn't be prudent. Ugh, I just want to vomit in my mouth. So you know what I would do? You know what I would do if I was part of Rolling Thunder? If that was my group, you know what I would do? I'd ride anyway. I'd gun it up. I'd head into D.C. I'd dare them to stop me. I'd shut down the streets. I would fly my flags from the back of my motorcycle. I would go right by the White House and the Capitol and the Georgetown townhomes that all those politicians live in with each other, and I'd gun my engines, I'd raise my hands, and I'd make sure that they knew in the United States of America there are still people who will live free or die. So my friends, until next time, which will be tomorrow, a Thursday, a quick jolt today. Hopefully it gets your blood flowing. Stand up. Stand up. Speak up. Don't be shy. Be the best of what made America great. People who were willing to live free and give their lives and don't back down to anybody and then you'll know what it's like to aim high and you'll know what it's like to spread your wings. Not like the lemmings and the sheep that just baa around. And as you're on the road and you're feeling the wind and the temperature and the rain and the humidity and you're focused, you will be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter. And may you, by stirring things up a little bit, making other people uncomfortable, letting your flags fly and freedom ring and your voice be heard, maybe in doing that, you will find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.